This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Well, Te Taura Fiti Itereo Māori, the Māori Language Commission, plays a key role in promoting the use of Māori as a living language and as an ordinary means of communication. As Te Wiki Otereo Māori 2021 draws, draws to a close, we take a moment now to put it all with the, the Commission's CEO, Nahiwi Apanui, who joins us on the line. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Jeff, and, and kia ora to everybody listening. I guess this is an opportunity every year to take the temperature of the language. As you reflect on how this week has gone, how would you describe the health of Māori language at the moment? Oh, look, there's, there's still lots of um, cause for concern, um, but one of the really great things is the way that New Zealanders are embracing the language and increasing numbers, and we're seeing that every year from Māori Language Week, but we're seeing it um, also uh, in the demand for you know, uh, for Māori language learning and tertiary education community classes. And in the compulsory sector, just to give you an example, um, I was talking with the Secretary of Education last year and she said to me, right at this very moment, she said, we need 3,000 teachers in Māori medium and we need 30,000 in English medium. So the demand for <clears throat> te reo Māori is going up everywhere. I guess our, our, our real aim is to get as many people as we can to learn because... You know, by learning, you become a speaker. And if there are no learners, there are no speakers. We've been really, really emphasising how important it is, one, not just to get people to value the language, but when they become learners, to really look after them so they, they stay the journey because it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. This week, uh, as in uh, past years, uh, Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori has been uh, an opportunity to, to try things out. And uh, much of what has been... Um, suggested across some of the platforms has been to encourage people to take a moment, a uh, Māori language moment, and there was a particular focus on that on Tuesday this week. Um, how valuable are those smaller moments, do you think, for those who have perhaps never tested themselves, never pushed themselves, even to take an opportunity to speak one or two words? And is that enough? Look, I, I guess you, you know what you've just said um, is at the nail on the head. For those people who have never put their foot in the water, trying something small that doesn't challenge them too much uh, is really, really important. Because I mean, when you you know you hear that story about you know kids who have learned to swim because their father or mother, threw, mainly their father, threw them in the water as he gone and swim, uh, you know, and that's a traumatic experience. And we don't want that um, for Te Reo Māori with people who maybe. You know, uh, contemplating being a part of the of the movement. So it's really, really important uh, to provide them with something that's doable um, that they can look back on and say, "Yeah, well, I've got over that. Maybe I can take a a bigger bite." But the important thing about the moment is that uh, there are multiple access points for people. Um, so you you know you don't have to do anything too staunch. You can do you can do something as hard or as easy as you like. It can be as easy as saying kiora or tenaku to somebody, or as hard as doing a haka or doing a mihi. But what we're saying to people is, look, everybody has a role um, in revitalising the language, all the way from our, our grandparents who can encourage their grandchildren to learn te reo Māori at school, to parents who can support their children's learning um, through learning a, a, you know, a little bit of Māori and a few phrases and things like that, uh, to children who really are uh, the future of the Māori language, really, all New Zealand's children. And so there's a role for everybody to play, and I'm finding <clears throat> that when people are left out of that when the invitation is not extended to everyone, uh, people tend to, you know, to oppose what's going on. But at the moment, there are a lot of New Zealanders, a vast majority of New Zealanders, who think 
that Te Reo Māori is uh, an integral part of our national identity. We've seen uh, in very public ways, uh, particularly in the media, let's talk about you know, RNZ as an example and, and, and our television news and so forth, uh, many more presenters, many more people in the public eye using Te Reo and some of them quite obviously only partway through their journey. How important is that? Oh, very important. I think it's it's important. I think, you know, one of the reasons we chose Kaukahatereo Māori for Māori Language Week is, you know, it, 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 there's an element in there of people giving it a go and people trying to, to use as little or as much as they know. And even if you only know, you know, kia or puku, you know, for stomach or mahi for work or whatever, you know, use those words during Māori Language Week because they lead on to more and they get your, you know, they get your tongue around the vowels and, and all the rest of it. So it's really, really important for people to give it a go, and it's really important, I think, for people who are in the public eye, particularly nationally, uh, to be using Te Reo Māori because, you know, if, if for instance, Hilary Barry or uh, the newsreaders uh, on TV1 and TV3 and, um, you know, people who are obviously not fluent in the language are giving it a go, then, but they're very famous, that gives licence to other people who aren't so famous, you know, uh, the, the real people of New Zealand to actually um, get in there and have a go as well. You mentioned the demand. How well resourced are we as a nation to encourage uh, the growth of the language? Um, look, we, we've gotten used to working on the smell of an oily rag, to tell you the truth, and we've been um, advised by our minister to stop doing that um, and to put in budget bids where we're, you know, where we're, we're coming under cost pressure, and we'll be doing that. But look, you know, to, you know, to, to find thirty thousand teachers. Uh, in the next two years if, if the government wants to go ahead with the pledge to make Te Reo Māori a, a core subject in schools and primary schools, it's going to take a massive effort to increase the number of teachers um, to meet that goal and, and, to, and to, you know, to, to have Te Reo Māori in every primary school in the country with good teachers um, who are adequately skilled to do it. It's going to take a, a pretty big effort and um, we think probably <clears throat> you know, millions of dollars more to make that happen. This week has been one which we look forward to every year. It is a focus uh, in terms of Te Reo Māori, but what about the focus for the rest of the year? What are the Commission's key roles through the rest of the year? Uh, we've, we've been, over the last two years, we've been spreading our focus out over the year. Um, Te Wiki is our biggest, our, biggest, um, um, our biggest event because, you know, everybody... I mean, if you look at the engagement... Um, even on the signs, for instance, you know, the big illuminated signs around the cities, for instance, there's been a massive commitment uh, to Te Reo Māori. And I think one of the more interesting signs that's uh, attracted a bit of attention is the uh, peaches and cream one, you know, not just an ice cream store. <laughs> so that was a bit of fun to translate that one. But there's been this massive engagement. So I think, you know, when we <clears throat> when we look back at, um, at, at this week, we're going to say massive week. But then there's also Matariki, there's Waitangi, there's also Conservation Week, there's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, we're also helping out our, um, our Polynesian brothers and sisters at the Ministry of Pacific People with their with their language weeks as well, and so it's uh, you know it's a uh, it's not just Māori Language Week; it's actually the whole year. And on top of that, we license translators, we run our proficiency exams, uh, we assist organisations with language planning because uh, that's something I think that we we haven't thought about in, in, in previous era that. Uh, while you can have a strategy, which is well and, well and good, people need to know how to plan to meet the goals in that strategy. So we have our, our language planning up and running. We've got, um, <clears throat> we'll be introducing 
virtual uh, wānanga or classes that people can hire on our website over the next two years to be able to run, you know, um, meetings online and all those types of things. So, yeah, we're spreading out from, from Māori Language Week and it's been a deliberate movement over the last two years. Has a global pandemic um, placed any limitations on what you've been hoping to achieve? Uh, yeah, and, and it's also helped it too, which is um, one of the reasons that we've um, we developed the moment was because we realised we wouldn't be able to have our, our, um, uh, our um, what we call them, our parade, sorry. Um, so we went online last year. We spent a good deal of time, probably about four or five months out, reimagining to where Kyoto Māori would go without um, without the parades. And um, so online became the place to go. And look, I don't think we're done with COVID. <laughs> Anywhere we're done with it, I think it's going to be around for quite a long time. So we have to, to adjust just like everybody else and, and learn to do our work online. And it's been a success from that point of view, would you say? Have you been keeping an eye on some of the creative ideas and the ways that people have been celebrating the week? Yeah, I mean, our job is to provide the framework and, and, and to allow people to come in and do what they do. And I've seen all sorts of you know, wonderful things happen over the week. I mean, I, um, <clears throat> I, you know, just about everywhere I'm turning, people are giving the language a go, and that's what we want. You know, we want everybody to have a go. Uh, we want people to understand that um, everyone in New Zealand has the right to learn and to speak to their Māori. It's New Zealand's language. That's really, really important. Um, but, you know, it's, that, that message, I think, has been taken up uh, much more enthusiastically and and, it, and the offer's been received and the, and the spirit has been given, you know, with a lot of aroha and with a lot of um, kindness. So we want to see, you know, more and more people involved, not just in Māori Language Week this year, which has been fantastic, but also, uh, you know, in the coming year as well. Te taura whiri Māori. CEO Nahiwi Apanui, thank you so much for joining us on the awesome morning show. Uh, all the very best for the rest of the week. Kia ora. Kia ora, Jeff. And, oh, look, I'd love to be able to hear your show from here, mate. Are you online? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll start, I'll start tuning in. There you go. A show, a show with a name like yours deserves a Māori name as well. <laughs> Kia ora. Kia ora, mate. All the best, though. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.